Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Retire your overplayed playlist. You'll never hear the same mix twice on AMP. AMP is a free live radio app where anyone can hop on the mic and play the music they love, so you can discover new-to-you playlists as they're made. Download AMP. That's A-M-P in the App Store. Planning your next Disney vacation for the summer? Visit Undercover Tourist, the trusted name in theme park tickets. Get into the park you love for less. Save up to $82 per ticket to the Walt Disney World Resort. With a hotel or a car rental edition, you can save up to 30% off your order. Visit UndercoverTourist.com slash podcast for the lowest prices on all Walt Disney World Resort tickets. Plus, Undercover Tourist offers a 365-day refund guarantee. That's UndercoverTourist.com slash podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Hot Off the Mess, a podcast brought to you by The Dip. I am your host, Samantha Bush, and I am coming to you guys straight out of some sort of like mystery illness that literally took over my body for about five days. I It started with a headache. Like, I'm talking migraine vibes. Like, I, I could barely open my eyeballs, and I just felt like shit. Like, my body was truly crumbling, and I just – I mean, like – And I was like, oh, it's definitely COVID. And I haven't had COVID yet. I'm like, I am one of those like freaks that has somehow of I don't know how I haven't gotten it, to be completely honest with you, because I hooked up with someone last year who had COVID, but he didn't know he had COVID. And I was like, oh, God, I'm definitely going to get it. And I didn't even get it. It was so weird. Anyways, that was TMI. I'm really sorry for that piece of information that you definitely did not need. But yeah, so I went, took a COVID test, you know, took two days for the test to come back. And I slept. I mean, I'm talking, I would nap for like three hours. I, I, everything exhausted me. And I was like, maybe this is just like an old fashioned cold, which is kind of weird. Cause I haven't had a cold like that in forever. Like I get migraines and headaches and stuff just like, right. Like pretty regularly, but yeah. Wow. I was just like, oh, what do I even do? I like completely forgot I forgot how to like take care of myself when I'm sick. Like I'm like, what do I take? What do I buy? What do I need to do? And then I'm like, but you know, I still had to be a mother and take care of my children, Ruby and Barbara. I mean, Barbara's like pretty she's she can take care of herself, to be completely honest with you. She's fine. It's Ruby, like Ruby is literally like a little child and she um I can't deprive her of like walks and attention. And I mean, I would take her outside and I would come back and I was dead. I was dead. Dead. 
you could not wake me from that sleep. And all I did was just take her down. It was truly, I was in hell. But I woke up yesterday and I felt better. And then I woke up today and I feel even better. So I'm so excited to, I mean, not that I took any time off from this podcast, but you know, it's just nice to like kind of like just hang and talk and get back to basics over here on Hot the Mess. I don't have a guest today. It's just me. Just here to talk and I just want to gossip and talk shit with the girlies. And um, yeah, I just what is even going on in my life? I'm just going to do like a quick little life update. I'm not really sure what's going on with me. Let's see. Oh, I am going to Mexico the first week of March. One of my best friends, Ivan, is getting married to Scott, who is a literal fucking dreamboat. And I mean, they're both dreamboats, but Scott is like, you know, just the cutest. And I'm so happy for them. And they're getting married. And it's just going to be the best time. And I cannot wait to go. And I was planning on swimming with whale sharks. And Ivan did tell me that if I die in Mexico from some sort of accident, you know, whether that be whale shark bite or um, golf cart accident incident, that he will go on my Instagram live and let let everybody know. <laughs> or he said that he'll just take over my account and just start posting nothing about Bravo and just whatever he wants. So look, you have that to look forward to if I do perish in Mexico. Yeah. And then I got my bridesmaid's dress. I'm in a wedding coming up in May. That was a whole ordeal, you guys. I've never been so stressed about anything in my life. Truly. I mean, I have. That's so dramatic. So I'm like, it's a bridesmaid's dress. Like, how long is it really going to take for it to come? So I go on the website because then, you know, the bride is like in the group chat and she's like, hey, everybody, like, you know, someone ordered their dress like two months ago and it still hasn't come. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I got to get I got to get on this like right now. So I go to the website. It's sold out, sold out in my size, even the next size up, sold out, the next size up, sold out. I was like, oh, go fuck myself. So they have on the website like where else you can buy the dress. And so I went on this website. I don't know. I don't think it's a scam, but it gave scam vibes. And they're like, it could take up to six months to make this dress. I'm like, I don't have fucking six months. I have four months, maybe, maybe three. So I'm, I lied and I said that the the wedding was like in April because I'm like, I need this rushed. And then I'll, I order it. I swear to God, the next day, the original website restocked. And I was like, oh, God, then I got to cancel it. There was a FedEx investigation because the dress that it got to deliver it and it didn't. It was like this whole thing. Not that any of you guys really care. I... I really have just been by myself for about five days talking to no one, and I will not be shutting the fuck up. So that's what's going on with me. Not that much. Not that exciting. Really hate to break it to you guys. I know that there are some questions out there about dating and everything like that. And so this episode, I will be discussing the Tinder swindler on Netflix We'll get into that later. I do just want to discuss because I have had a lot of people ask and I know there is it's like half and half. It's like 50 50. Some people love the Kardashians. Some people hate the Kardashians, but still love to hear about the Kardashians. So I just feel like I just want to start this episode off with just my take on whatever the fuck is going on with Kanye on Instagram. It's literally Kanye versus Kim versus TikTok. It's unreal what's going on. And I feel really bad that it's happening so publicly. And Kanye tends to do this like he tends to lash out. And um, if you guys like don't really know what I'm talking about, 
I, first of all, I don't understand why he's not taking this, his grievances to Twitter like he used to. Because maybe because there's a word count. Maybe that's why. I don't know. But it's he's losing his fucking mind. Now, I think that there's a lot going on with this divorce that we're not privy to because I think Kim is like just wants to get it over and done with. Like she's just like, please, can we just separate, just co-parent, like whatever. And Kanye for the last like couple months, I feel like has really been kind of lashing out at her publicly And, you know, he's dating this woman, Julia Fox, but the relationship feels fake. Like, it just doesn't seem real to me. Like, it just seems for show. And, like, he's just really trying to get at Kim. And I don't think Kim gives a fuck about it. I bet Kim, like, laughs. I posted about that on my Instagram. And I had a couple people in my DMs being like, I don't think she finds it funny. And I'm like, I... I'm not saying she finds it funny, but she probably thinks it's pathetic because she's known him for so long. She knows how he is. She knows how he, you know, behaves. And like, he's not doing himself any favors by doing all this. And I just, I need Julia Fox to find a different outfit. If I have to see this woman in those fucking low rider leather pants and leather bandeau top one more fucking time, Like, get her some new clothes, Kanye. Get her new clothes. And, like, also, it's crazy because it's, like, we know that he used to dress Kim. Like, he really loved dressing her. (laughs) It seems controlling. But Kim, I think, liked that. Like, she liked that he was, you know, introducing her to all these brands and high fashion. Like, I mean, you really have to – yes, he's a demon right now. But he did kind of, like, elevate her in a way that – I mean, she wasn't before. She was selling shape-ups, you know, and Carl's Jr. And then she started dating Kanye, and suddenly she's on the cover of Vogue. I'm just saying. There's correlation there. So Kanye's kind of losing his mind on Instagram. And what I really is unfair is that North is getting somehow dragged into all of this because she has a TikTok. So her and Kim share a TikTok. She's, I think, like eight or nine, which is insane to me because like I just I swear to God it's just weird because I remember like when she was born it's like you know I feel like the Kardashian kids are are to like the newer generation like what Shiloh and Suri were to us like I will never forget like that was the biggest deal when Brad Pitt and Angelina gave birth like the biggest deal and then same with Katie and Tom and they had Suri who's now like I think like 14 15 Maybe 17. I don't fucking know. See, I'm losing track of time. Uh, He is now, you know, lashing out because he feels that, you know, she shouldn't have TikTok and that Kim shouldn't be allowing this and blah, blah, blah. And as soon as he posted the picture of North, I'm like, well, wait a minute. Like, you don't want her on the Internet, but yet you're posting this shit like you're posting her. I thought that that was what you don't want to happen. It's weird. And, um, you know, I that's when Kim stepped in and she finally because she's been very silent about this, about everything that's been going on. She's never said anything. Kim is like a fucking PR professional. She knows how the fuck to handle all of this. And also Kim on the on an episode of Keeping Up said that calmness is her superpower. And that is I've never heard a more accurate statement coming from someone because it thousand percent is like this woman has like her head on so straight 
And she just like keeps it. She keeps pushing. She keeps moving on. Like she keeps just doing her damn thing with skims. Guys, please, if you know of any good shapewear, I know that skims is shapewear too. Uh, And I don't know how it is. Like, I don't know if people like it or not. But I have to wear this like satin, silky bridesmaid's dress and I need to be strapped the fuck in. So if anybody knows of like recommends any good shapewear for that, please let me know. Side of my DMs. Anyways, so Kim finally responds and basically is like, you know, I've tried to keep this private, but please do not bring up North. Like this is horrible. I'm the main provider and caregiver of my four children. And Kanye is on his third lawyer in a year. And she's like, you need to figure this shit out. Like, please just respond to your lawyer. Like, can we just like she's like basically begging him. Like, can you just give me this divorce? Like he is literally making her life hell. And again, we don't know 100 percent what's going on behind the scenes, but I can only imagine that he is, you know, I I can only imagine that it's he's not making it easy on her. And what I find so frustrating is that it's just this like it's just a clear cruel outburst to Kim and he's you know and she's not giving into the spectacle that he's making by buying Julia and all of her friends Birkin bags posing with Madonna like Kim doesn't give a fuck she just like wants to get divorced and I think it's driving him crazy that she does not care and I just I need him to stop with the 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 all caps absolutely no period a comma or exclamation points in any of his posts there's not an ellipses there's nothing there is a part of me that's like, uh, I don't know. I just wanted to end. I feel like it's just a lot. I just feel like it's a lot of drama and it's really toxic and I feel sorry for her. You know, I'm going to keep going with the Kardashian news really quick. Kylie had her baby. She gave birth on February 2nd. She announced it on Instagram. So mazel tov to Kylie. Uh, you guys, you know, I love my Lammy, my Lamar. We have to talk about this. And I don't think it's getting as much attention as it should. I don't think enough people are talking about it. Lamar is on this this season of Celebrity Big Brother. Shout out to Teddy Mellencamp, who just got, she was the first one kicked off, which is, that's very on brand for her. Lamar shit the bed. You heard me. Pooped the bed. Poo-pooed on his bed. And I don't know why no one is discussing this. Now, I don't watch Big Brother. I really just like to keep up with the headlines, like, And I only saw this posted about one time, and I need to figure out why. Why is this grown man shitting his bed on national television? And, like, I guess guess everyone's saying that he really didn't care. Like, he really didn't make it a big deal. Very weird. And he also, I I did watch this clip um, where he was, like, basically professing his love for Chloe and the family, the Kardashian family, because he was, like, you know, they really loved me. They gave me my nickname, Lammy. Like, I basically fucked that situation up. And you guys, that made me so sad because if you would have told 17-year-old Sam, aka me, that Chloe and Lamar wouldn't be together forever, I would have called you a fucking liar and brought shame on your house. I'd be like, you bring shame on all of your family's homes because that is absurd. They're unbreakable. Well, how wrong I was. I will just never forget that. Like, the wedding, the love, the like that was when Chloe was Chloe. Like that was our girl and we were rooting for her. And like <sighs> those were the days. Those were the days. And I think we can still get that Chloe back. I really do. I also read somewhere that the new Kardashian show is coming out on Disney Plus. Guys, is that true? 
I know it's Hulu. I know it's coming out on Hulu, but I think it's also going to be streaming on Disney Plus. And I feel like that is very strange. That just seems very weird to me. I don't know why I find it so funny that like the Kardashians would be on Disney Plus doesn't strike me as like they're whatever. And I think that, you know, I bet they put out a new or they got, you know, new contracts probably with specifically with Courtney. Because I don't think Courtney really is that interested, but I'm interested to see, obviously, the proposal between Travis and her. You know, Kylie's pregnant. Kendall's making her tequila. You know, oh, my God, you guys. I got an email and an Instagram DM from the 808 tequila, Kendall's tequila, inviting me to the party in New York City. And I can't fucking go because I don't live in New York City. And I can't just fly to New York City to go to a fucking party. I'm depressed about it depressed. That's enough of the Kardashians. I'm really sorry. I know some of you don't give a fuck. Um, Unfortunately, your host does. I can't seem to get enough of them. I think they're a great family, actually. I know that they make mistakes, I but I can't quit them. And I, I wish I could. I wish I fucking could. I've been riding with these fucking bitches since 2007. Okay. I've been riding with them longer than I've watched Real Housewives. I can't get enough. And Kris Jenner is, I won't get into it. I'll do a whole episode of the Kardashians if you really want. I love that. I love that little family. I do. I think they're a strong family unit. And I think if you really think about it, they've been in the spotlight for over 10 years. And the fact that none of them have ever turned on one another, really. I mean, yeah, Kim and Courtney did get into that like physical fight where she did get a spray tan on Chloe's walls. Um, And then Chloe got her, got out her magic eraser. I'm just saying, like, I think it's really I think it's a testament to them. Like, they really are like a strong family unit. And everyone who's ever met Kim, for example, they say that she's the nicest, the sweetest, so professional on time, everything. I'm like, God, God fucking bless. Rob, Robert would be proud. Um, I think he'd be proud of all of them. But I think like him, you know, Kimmy's my girl. Like, I can't I can't hate Kimmy. I can kind of like shit on the other one sometimes, but Kimmy is like, Kim and Chris are like my everything. Okay, that's enough of that. I'm really sorry. You guys, let's take a quick break and I'll be back to talk Tinder Swiggler. Planning your next Disney vacation for the summer? Visit Undercover Tourist, the trusted name in theme park tickets. Get into the park you love for less. Save up to $82 per ticket to the Walt Disney World Resort. With a hotel or a car rental edition, you can save up to 30% off your order. Visit UndercoverTourist.com slash podcast for the lowest prices on all Walt Disney World Resort tickets. Plus, Undercover Tourist offers a 365-day refund guarantee. That's UndercoverTourist.com slash podcast. What exactly are microplastics? They're small, man-made. They're less than five millimeters long and they're around you every day. Microplastics are toxic. They cunningly seep into water, the air, and the things we eat. By contaminating our food chain, they make their way to you. Through vegetables at the supermarket and yes, through fruit too. They're literally everywhere. That's the problem at hand. Every cigarette butt you see on the ground contains 15,000 strands. Learn more at undo.org. So if you guys have been living under a rock, The Tinder Swinder is a new Netflix documentary. And it's based, it's about this guy named Simon. And I'm going to say his name in quotes because you'll find out why. So it basically starts off with this woman named Cecilia. And she is talking about, you know, dating now and like 
how hard it is to find someone and what she's been looking for. And then she's like, you know, I'm, I've been on Tinder for so many years. Like you just it's swipe left, swipe right, like basic bullshit. She matches with Simon they, and they show his Instagram. They show his profile. I mean, they they really this documentary was everything to me because it it wasn't just the women like talking about what happened. It was like they had evidence like WhatsApp chats and like like real photos of him and not, you know, how on Dateline sometimes everything is just basically acted out. And there was some of that, like where they did, you know, show like the lower half of his face, you know, the actor's face that was like portraying him. But most of it was real. Like it was showing the text messages and uh, everything like that. And guys, this this story gets fucking wild. So he clearly has money. Like his photos are of him traveling. He's in like Gucci sweaters. He's on private jets. Like the man is living large. And he's like, I am leaving London tomorrow. Uh, let's meet for coffee. So they meet at the Four Seasons. She walks in. She's like, okay, this place is so fucking fancy. And she, he comes down and he looks so handsome. And he is, I will say. He's a handsome guy. He pulls off the rich guy Rolex, you know, Gucci belt thing. Uh, that's not necessarily my type. I don't know what my type is, but I he just looks high maintenance. This man just looks high maintenance right right off the bat. And I'd be like, no, you too much work for me. So they have coffee and she's like, you know, they start talking about his job and what he does. And he says that he works for his family's diamond company. And, you know, they show he shows a website, he shows family photos like he says that he is the Prince of Diamonds. And I was like, bitch, I wanted to look the Cecilia girl in the fucking eye and be like, what are you doing with this man? Why are you falling for a man named the Prince of Diamonds? And why is he calling himself that? That's so embarrassing. And then he tells her, he's like, I have to go to Bulgaria. Do you want to come with me? And she fucking goes to Bulgaria on a private jet with a man that she's known for 45 minutes. And he's like, okay, go home, pack a bag. I'll have a car, come get you. A Rolls Royce comes and picks them up. You know, then they go to Bulgaria and like he has a daughter. He says that he has a two-year-old daughter and the mom is flying with them because they're still really close, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, okay, like it's kind of weird, but everything he does, like she's like, he's so charming. Everything makes a lot of sense. I don't know. That would, I am a Scorpio, you guys. I find everything suspicious. I find everyone suspicious. I think everyone is, I think everyone's the Tinder swindler. I think men who like, like don't even have a bed frame are Tinder swindlers. The moment a man starts like talking about future plans with me, I'm like, I'm getting the fuck out. Like, you're scaring me. Stop moving so quickly. It's weird. I like, I get overwhelmed by that. And I know that that's my own cross to bear. I know that I probably like there there could be like a balance. There could be like a happy medium and I should probably find that. But it just freaks me out. Like, I don't know. And I mean, it's happened to me where, you know, I have been love bombed before once and I didn't fully realize that it was happening. And it only lasted like two weeks. Like it wasn't like it was this long drawn out like romance of, you know, I know some people get love bombed and it's just like this horrible ordeal for a long time and they can't get out of it. It's like, oh, whatever. For me, that wasn't the case. 
back to the Tinder swindler. I've had a lot of coffee today, you guys. I'm really sorry. I've had so much coffee. I have finally, I finally feel healthy enough to, and like not exhausted. So watch out because your girl's about to be acting up. So they're on the PJ, you know, everything's fine. He's like, okay, you're going to get in the car with my ex and my daughter. And she's like, great, because she thinks Cecilia's like, okay, now I can get her alone and like talk to her about like what the fuck is going on. And what I find so fascinating is because this is like such a, it's like very current that this all happened, like 2018, 2019. There's so much like foot, like she took pictures of them together. She, you know, has videos. She has all of this like evidence of their relationship. And I always find that to be so interesting because if you look back on like old, like a dateline or something, for example, it's like, it's, it's hard to relate because everything like, for example, like would be like 1990. It's like, you know, I mean, you guys, I hope you know what I'm saying. I don't even know what I'm saying sometimes. So my apologies. Hang on. Mm. Oh, guys, I love coffee. I really do. There's a, coffee sponsor out there please please hit me up because I am I'm not even a coffee snob I gotta be honest like I don't know what's good and what's bad but I know that I love it anywho you know and the woman's like yeah like he still takes care of us and you know my daughter and I and he's a great guy and she was like wow what a guy you know like he takes care of his ex like what a stand-up guy and I'd be like okay then they go to the hotel I guess he kisses her in the lobby and she says, fireworks explode. She's like, that was a fairy tale kiss. Now, I hate Disney adults. Let's be clear. The only person I allow to be a Disney adult is Vanessa Bryant. Everyone else, I'm looking at you fucking sideways. So I was a little weirded out by this girl, I will say, in the very beginning of the documentary because she was talking about Beauty and the Beast. And I was like, oh, God. She's one of those. She's like one of those fairy tale girls. I just can't rock with a fairy tale girl. But I'm not going to blame her in the situation. She was swindled. But I, you know, what are you doing? Then, you know, she says that they make love for the first time. And she notices that he has all these marks on his back. And he says that he was in jail in South Africa. Ma'am, if I just fucked someone And then they look at me and said that they were in jail in South Africa. I would be like, what are you talking about right now? And then he sends her back home to London. Like, he's like, you have to go. I would be devastated. Devastated. She's like, I don't know if he is going. I don't know if this relationship is going anywhere. And of course, he starts sending her flowers. Things are moving quickly. He's he's love bombing the fuck out of this girl. And what's fascinating is that he's able to love bomb her like not even in the same country. They're not. Yeah, they're not even on the same. They're not in the same place. But it's crazy to me that that's you're able to be love bombed just purely over texting and, you know, FaceTimes. And like, I just find it so interesting that we're living in this time where that's I mean, it's possible. So he asked her to be his girlfriend and she's Cecilia is over the moon. She's like, this man is the love of my life. This is it. I'm getting engaged. I'm getting married to the Prince of Diamonds. Uh, You know, I'm going to be right on the PJ. Then he decides to confide in her that he is under attack, that he has enemies because the diamond industry is dangerous. I would be so upset that he never brought that up sooner because it's like, 
okay, well, now you've got me. And now you're telling me that you're under attack and you have enemies and that's why you have a security guard named Peter. What are you talking about? I would be furious. Furious. But of course, Cecilia is a nice girl. And she's like, oh, my God, I want you to be safe, whatever. And then she she finds out that his Tinder is still active because when she goes to look at it, he like changed all his photos. And obviously, that's a sign that someone is still active on Tinder. I mean, trust me, there is literally nothing worse than when you're like dating someone and then you go on their profile and you haven't had that conversation yet. And then do you see that like their information is some of it has like been updated. You're like, oh, okay, guess we're doing that. So he's still active on Tinder. And so while she's telling this story, what gets real, it gets really crazy because then there's this new girl, Pernilla. I think is how you pronounce her name. And she's like a baddie. Like she is a businesswoman, boss babe, hashtag. Oh, hi, Ruby. Good morning. Ruby just woke up. So they are messaging and then he takes her out again, a five star like coffee in Amsterdam, I believe. And uh, she's like, but there wasn't any romance feelings. She's like, it was just a really nice connection with this person. And she's like, we, you know, he tried to make a move, but then we were both kind of like, ugh. I don't think so. That's not going to work out. So it's really crazy because it's like you see these two women who are having a a relationship of some kind with this man at the same time, but they're telling completely different stories. Like, but you kind of start to put the pieces together. And so he asks Cecilia to move in. He says that there's a $15,000 a month budget, which I, what? $15,000 a month? What? Then all of a sudden, he starts telling her that his bodyguard Peter was hurt. There's video of the, he's taking videos of Peter with a bloody head and there's blood all over him. And he's like, my enemies are coming to get me. I can't use my credit cards anymore because my enemies are tracing me. And so she opens up, Cecilia opens up a platinum Amex card in her name. And um, he maxes it out right away. And then he asks her to bring $25,000 to Amsterdam. And she takes a loan out to get this money. Now, this is where I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Red flags, guys. If a man is asking you to open up a credit card for him, block him. Run away. Pepper spray him. Do whatever the fuck you need to do. That is absolutely batshit crazy. But she does it. And it's like, I don't want a victim shame in the situation, but also like, ladies, we got to be smarter. We got to be a little smarter. You're not, do not open up, do not take out loans out for men that you don't, period. I'm going to end it there. I was going to say that you're not married too, but fuck that. Men, no, do not take loans out for men. Trash, 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 trash. And she's freaking out because she's like, you know, she's like, this is a lot of money. And he's like, I'm going to pay you back, baby. Like, and the messages he sends her are, would make me throw up uh because he's like lots of it's very mushy gushy and it's like that is sweet on some level but mm, he's he's scary this man scares me so cecilia thinks that she's in this like loving relationship with this man and he is going to pay her back and she takes out nine she's got nine banks after her nine because he just is like i need money i need money i need money and mean mind you they're not spending any a lot of physical time together, it doesn't seem. Like, it seems like he's always jet-setting, which brings me back to 
Pernilla, who is his friend, and they meet up in Greece. And then she meets his quote unquote girlfriend, who's this like Russian model, not Cecilia. And they're going out to clubs. So you kind of start to put the pieces together like, oh, she's sending him money to basically fund his lifestyle that he's living with other women. It's crazy. Like he's spending an insane amount of money and he's like buying, you know, champagne tables and Rolls Royces and jet setting all over the all over Europe. And it's just fucking nuts. And then you have poor Cecilia back in London, like freaking out because she has all these creditors after her and they're all trying to like, I mean, rightfully so. I mean, like when you take out money, like you've got to pay it back. And it's just nuts. It's guys, this documentary is insane because you're just like, you want to shake them and be like, how did you let this happen? How did you take out 200 guys, $250,000 for this dusty man? No, wrong, bad. Don't love it. And basically she, you know, he sends her a check and or she keeps like checking her bank account because he's like, I'm sending, I'm sending, I'm sending it. And he finally sent it. But I think I think that's what I got from it. Sorry. (laughs) And it didn't go through. And then she tried to like confront him about it. And he was like he got mad at her and she said that he was cold. He was not the person that she knew. And then she was like, I got to go home to Norway because like I have to go clear my head. This is nuts. She goes home and then she starts like she sits down with her credit card people and they're like, wait, do you have a photo of this man? And she shows them a photo and they're like, that's the guy. Could you fucking imagine you are in a relationship and then you hear like the authorities be like, that's the guy. I'd be like, what do you mean that's the guy? What do you mean? So basically it opens up this whole she, like, finds out all of the shit about him. She, like, Googles him and finds out that he was basically running a Ponzi scheme on women back in, like, 2017 uh, because he was swindling women then, three Finnish women, basically Yolandas. He was swindling a bunch of Yolandas. And I, I would be devastated. Like, I wouldn't even know what to do. I wouldn't even fucking know what to do because it's, like, you still owe this money. The banks are just going to look at you and be like, okay, bitch, you shouldn't have been so fucking stupid. You know? But at the same time, it's like she was getting bamboozled by this, by this swindler. And then he turns his, you know, energy towards his friend Pernilla and he starts like asking her for money. She starts taking money out to help him because she's like, this is my friend. I want to help him. And then like shit's just not adding up again. He starts yelling at her and then she starts working with the newspaper and her and, you know, they start tracking him. He freaks out. It's like and then he starts. So then then these women meet and they're like, we have to stop him. Like, this is so bad what he's doing to women. And he's, you know, how many women is he fucking doing this with? You never know. Because then the cops are like, oh, he's had like many names. So the reporters that are taking on this, you know, case basically and outing this man go to his hometown in Israel and they run into his mother and she's like I have not spoken to him since he was 18 because he's a fucking psychopath he changed his name I don't know who he is anymore he's crazy they go to the authorities there they're like oh yeah we've been looking for him for years I'm like what 
the Tinder swindler, Simon. That's not even his real name, guys. It's not even his real name. And then we meet this fucking icon. I'm telling you right now, this one deserves the world. And her name is Aileen. She comes on the scene and she's like, I've been dating Simon for 14 months. And she found all this out that he was a Tinder swindler when she was getting on a plane and she was reading an article and she was like, wait a minute, that's my boyfriend. Like, what are you talking about? Like, she was so confused. So she starts putting the pieces together. She's reading all of the messages that were in this article match up with hers. The photos that he's sending these women are the same photos he's sending to her. It's nuts. And she's like, oh, my God. So then she concocts a genius plan. And I've, guys, I'm obsessed with this woman. Chef's kiss, hats off to her. Love her tipping our hats. She is like, I got to get this money back. And he's not going to give it to me. So I'm going to sell his clothes because now he's freaking out. And he's like, you know, he's got people on his tail. He's, you know, he's under the, he's under the, under the microscope a little bit. She packs up his suitcase Packs up three suitcases and fills it with designer stuff, like tons of designer, Gucci. I mean, I don't know. I'm not I'm not a designer girl. I don't know much about it. Um, <laughs> but like designer to me is like Lululemon. <laughs> I mean, I just I just love this woman because during the interview, she's kind of laughing. She's like, yeah, I'm still selling his stuff right now. And I don't give a fuck. I'm making my money back. According to the Washington Post, following the documentary's release, he took to his personal Instagram account telling his followers that he was going to provide his version of events. What does that even mean? His version of events. You did all of these things. You're horrible. But the original Instagram account or the photos, at least, of all of all of the like, you know, private jets, champagne, all of that is gone. He took all those photos down, but he still has 200,000 followers. And then Tinder, of course, had to release a statement because they're like, uh, we obviously don't contone this behavior. And we they said that they have they told Variety on Friday that they have conducted internal investigations and confirm Simon is no longer active on Tinder under any of his known aliases. I mean, put, throw this man in fucking jail. And he's been in jail, you guys. He's been in jail he was wanted in Israel in 2011 on charges of theft, forgery, and fraud. I mean, it's giving uh, catch me if you can, but like Tinder swindler. You know what I'm saying? I take a shot every time I say Tinder swindler. I personally, I love when a when a documentary has like a funny name like that. Like, a, like remember like Housewife and the Hustler. Housewife and the Hustler. I love that. But I need to tell my story of the, the I had to report a man on Bumble for I thought he was a robot. I did. It was so weird. So this man was so handsome. I did do a reverse Google image search because you that's what you have to do nowadays. When someone's too good looking, you're like, and they match with you, you're like, something's going on here. Because it's like, I listen, I'm not going to my. I know I'm not like a bridge troll, but when someone's like that good looking, you're just like, whoa, what's going on here? And the way that he would like to type to me, like write to me was so weird. I sent it to my friend and I was like, is this normal? Like I'm getting robot vibes. And there is a, like an option when you report someone's profile that you're like, this might be a robot. Now, I don't think I would ever get Tinder swindler swindles, but I'm actually banned from Tinder. I think I've discussed this on this podcast and I don't know what I did. 
I was I went on it. I've never been a Tinder girl. I've always been like a Bumble girl. And I went on Tinder for 20 minutes and suddenly I was banned. I'm like, I don't even know what I did. I didn't even match with anybody. I didn't even talk to anybody. I don't think. I was kind of drunk and it was at like this golf tournament that I went to with my cousin. Anyways, doesn't matter. <laughs> Moving on. So I'm just saying, ladies, gays and nays, you have to really look out for yourself on these dating apps. The Like, because it's weird because it's like, you think you know these people, but in reality, you have to remind yourself you don't know them and they don't know you. And that's scary. And we have to protect ourselves from swindlers, from being scammed. And I guess this man also scammed a family in New York for $42,000 in 2008. Like this man is fucking unhinged. He is so scary. It's like he's a class A narcissist, scammer. Now, he's no Joanne the scammer who I think really created memes. I think I think Joanne the scammer created memes. If you don't know who Joanne the scammer is, please please go go. This was truly a really unhinged episode. I don't know what the fuck I talked about for 41 minutes. I my apologies. This was a wild ride. It's kind of like when you when I go on Instagram lives, I do these now every Sunday or I'm going to start doing cuz it's I've accidentally noticed that I've been doing them on Sundays and people seem to really enjoy. And I did one yesterday and the bots were coming for me. The bots, the Russian bots, the horny bots um, were flooding the comment section. And you guys know what I'm talking about. It's like these weirdo men from like, it's giving 90 day fiance. Like they were like, Hey baby girl. I'm like, please stop. Like, I know you don't watch housewives. Leave me alone. I hate that shit. Like men can, men need to be stopped. Stopped. Because they do too, they do too much. And it's scary. And they're like, one guy was like, do you speak Farsi? No. My name is Sam Bush. I don't speak Farsi. The fuck? It was so annoying because it's like, I just want to chat with the girlies. Like, I just wanted to hang out. And they were they were flooding the comments and I couldn't I couldn't do it. So I had to keep like I had to go private. I'm not public again, but I had to go private because I was like, I can't handle these these crazies. I had to block them. Oh, my God. And then this one guy from high school. Why he follows my Bravo historian account is beyond me. I've talked to him twice. He scared me as a as because he's just he his dream was to be a weatherman. And so his like Instagram account says that he's a weatherman. I don't think he I don't think he fulfilled his dreams. Um, but he commented on my Instagram live and I was like, ooh, baby, we gotta block you. This is weird. It's very weird. Between him and the Russian bots, I was having a weird day. Very weird day. It was so that's where I land this podcast. I, I'm going to land the plane. I'm sorry. I've, you guys, I'm in such a good mood. I've, I just am having a great day. I feel good. I feel healthy. You know, just life is good right now. So I just want to thank you guys so much for listening to this unhinged uh, stream of consciousness today. And I will see you guys on Instagram and make sure to check out the dip.com and use code HOTM for 20% off. And I will see you guys on Instagram and Twitter. Make sure to follow me at Bravo Historian and listen to the other amazing dip podcasts. There's so many. There's TV Watcher Pete, Pop Chaser, Slut Pig Podcast. I mean, whatever you're looking for, the dip's got it. Okay. So I will see you guys around. Talk to you later. Bye. Big tobacco cigarette butts filter practically nothing. 
and are made of microplastics that are toxic and cunning. More than 15,000 fibers lurk in every cigarette butt you see. Could they harm your families? Quite possibly. They could end up inside of you, your bodies, their prey. New studies even indicate possible links to mutations in DNA. An evil lie with the future's worth of harm. To the world, now you know. So sound the alarm. Learn more at undo.org. Oh, we could, we could fly. This is your summer. That means Six Flags and the taste of an ice-cold Coca-Cola. We're talking thrilling coasters, amazing animal attractions, and this. Coke is summer refreshment, so you can hop on another ride, like the all-new Sidewinder Safari. Six Flags and Coca-Cola. Come make it yours. Visit SixFlags.com slash Coke to save up to $20 off passes or daily tickets starting at $39.99. 